Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. For our last and final week of Shark Month, we, on the summer occasion, we are covering <laughs> shark bait. I don't know, with some of the ones we've covered this month, I'm kind of glad it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair we haven't that's exactly fair. found many gyms this month no yeah after after we've had a few years of these you kind of start running out of the good ones We're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel honestly. yeah we should have just stuck with the jaws friend tries though that one the last movie that one gets pretty bad yeah but anyways we will i feel like they get progressively worse oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> but so we are covering shark bait Shark bait. Ooh. <laughs> but um, before we get into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So I am bringing back a classic by Plum Deluxe. And I'm doing the Portland Rose City Chai, which has black tea, rubos tea, Oregon rose petals, cardamom, uh, ginger, cinnamon, lemongrass, blackberry, and almond essence. But... To kind of actually make it more of a traditional chai, I did add milk to it. So we will, we will see. I'm hoping for the best. Also, it contains almond and has low caffeine. Yeah, it, so, it says, all, I said almond essence. Yeah, so just heads up, it does legit contain almond. So for those that have an allergy, steer clear of that one. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a good tea. I should have added sugar. The, the milk does what make it more like a, a, a chai, but I'm like, dang, she added sugar. Oh, well. Meanwhile, I am also drinking another tea from our affiliate Plum Deluxe, and it is our favorite one, the Reading Nook Blend. I couldn't resist. You couldn't stay away from it from last week. <laughs> really she had another kip. I had to. I had to. But this one, again, has black tea, rosebuds, lavender, chamomile, and natural flavors. This one does have caffeine. And on their site, they do have the option for a non-caffeinated version of this same tea, which we don't see very often at all. So it's really nice to have that option available. And again, this one is our favorite. It's like a hug in a cup. It you can't really go is. wrong with this one. Having a bad day... Despite it having caffeine, it's just such a comforting tea. It and is. it's like, it, I know caffeine affects people differently. And if you're one of those people where it makes, it, it doesn't affect you well, at least they have the, the no calf mm -hmm. version, which is pretty cool. But I think part of the calming is the, the lavender and chamomile in it. Yes. Along with the rosebuds. Like it's, I everything love is tea. just so calming and relaxing, mm -hmm. even with the caffeine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I find, like, green tea itself, like, pretty relaxing. Yes. And, of course, we're we're drinking our affiliate tea in our new merch cups. Yay! <laughs> so, definitely go check those out. We'll have the link in the, the description below. Yeah, you will see these mugs yes, for a quite, a, <laughs> quite a bit. Though we will bring back the chronic pain one. Yes. <laughs> 
at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, since maybe we'll reserve that specifically for when V comes out. No, but the, we have the, we're going to get him like a little something too, though. Yeah, we have something in the works for V. Yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> anyway. But yes, for our lovely tea sippers out there, as I almost spilled my own tea, uh, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. And thank you to our affiliate. Oh, yes. And thank you once again, Plum Deluxe, for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And so for shark bait. Ooh, huh? I know. It's so <laughs> hard not to do that. Uh, Finding Nemo, our childhood. <laughs> it's five people that are on spring break. Which they drill into you relentlessly. Yes. Lots of drinking. Lots of partying. And constant spring break being shouted, dear lord. (laughs) Yes, so spring break, (laughs) no doubt in our mind. Might as well have called it spring break. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, they decide to take two jet skis out. Which are not theirs. Yes. And being inebriated and making stupid decisions, they decide to play chicken. And so they end up running into each other where one jet ski is like completely destroyed. And then the other, the water is like in the engine and like it looks like the gasoline pipe or whatever snaps. And so it doesn't turn on. So they're literally using this jet ski, the one jet ski as a boat. And they have to try and survive while there is an extremely aggressive and large shark coming after them. It's a great white, of course. Because why not? It's always a great white. Always a great white. Always. Just not realistic. But we'll get to that. So there's other (laughs) sharks, people. There's 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 tiger sharks. There's so many other sharks. Tiger sharks are so. I think tiger sharks are like. The most well-known to attack people, I want to say. I want to say it's actually bull sharks. But tiger oh, sharks yeah. are I think a close, they're close second. second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like great whites are not even... I think they're maybe it's extremely the third rare. or they're, they're like they're They're towards the top, but they're not like super high I feel like there are more the Mako attacks than there are great whites. I'm not sure. We didn't look it up. We but anyways... We, sh- we will at some point. <laughs> Today is we not that to. day. Yes. <laughs> So, for entertainment, I would personally give this movie a 6.75, cuz I was comparing it between other movies we reviewed this month as like uh, this is kind of where it fits for me. Like it's it's kind of like the other movies we covered this month where it's on the more forgettable side, the situation is so frustrating and stupid. Like this situation did not need to happen. But it is in the realm of possibility, and some of the characters are redeemable enough, and some of the kills and the tension and stuff was interesting enough that that's why I gave it. But anyways, the the most frustrating part about this movie, well, I guess the two most frustrating parts is first, the shark itself, they, just like with Requin, Mm-hmm. They kept changing the size of the shark. Yes, they are extremely inconsistent with that. There's one time where it was absolutely huge. It looked like it could swallow the jet ski in whole if it if it really wanted to. It yeah. was ridiculous. 
And then also, while whenever that happens, the main character chick, the girlfriend of this guy, finds out that he was uh, cheating on her with a friend of hers. And so she keeps, during their, their trauma of the event and trying to survive, she keeps bringing it up. And it's just like... Which I get, but the audience doesn't necessarily care. Yeah, it it gets to the point where it's annoying. It's like, we get it! They cheated! Like, just shut up and move on. You have bigger concerns at the moment. Dump his ass when you get to shore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it. the movie kind of went back and forth between her being like, oh, you cheated on him, or you cheated on it with me, and then the shark attacking. It's just, I'm yeah. sorry, if the shark was attacking that often... That would be one of the last things on my mind. Yeah. Even just sitting there, I'm like, how am I going to live? Like, I just wouldn't care at that point. As an audience member, you kind of sit there, at least I did, and be like, can we get back to the murder and the death? Yeah. I'd rather watch someone get maimed than listen to this drama. Yeah. (laughs) And the movie does suffer from, like... The main character syndrome where, like, as soon as she comes on the screen, you're like, oh, that's the main character and she's the last, she's the only one that's going to live. Found the final girl. Yeah, like, within <laughs> the first, like, five minutes, we're like, It was oh, less than that. Yeah, we're like. It was, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, we're just, like, introduce the people. Well, there she is. Final girl. Yeah, and we, we <laughs> and it was multiple people watching. Yeah. And we all were right. The movie as a whole is, like, a decent acting overall. I mean, it's not, like, amazing acting, but I will say whenever, like, the main character... The main character girl, she's a pretty good actor. Like, whenever uh, she gets back on the jet ski after she pits it together and she's hurt and stuff, like, you can see the change in her expression. And it's, like, so many actors... For these types of movies, they just kind of take their action more and then they like just shake a lot and then that's kind of like their acting. But she, you could actually see the shift from like panic to determination to like, I I fucking got this. Mm -hmm. And that I thought was such a subtle. And even her exasperation at certain points too. Yeah, like she, they picked the perfect person for that Mm -hmm. role. I think she did a really good job. And um, the other people, they were they were okay. The 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 panicking girl that couldn't swim. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it's it's hard to play that kind of character. It's like, what are you gonna do? It's like <laughs> there's only so much you can do with a, a character written like that. And then overall, I feel like the movie did have pretty decent tension. Like there were times. Like, I know when a shark movie gets me when I don't want my feet to touch the floor. When I want to <laughs> curl into myself and not be anywhere near the floor because that's where the ocean is in my mind. It's like, that's when you've got a good movie. Like, the, I hate that's a dream sequence, but the, whenever she, like, looks down in the water and then the shark comes yes, up. that was good. Ooh, that was so good. That was done really well. Yeah, it's like, there were some really well done scenes but then there's other scenes like whenever the shark jumps up and bites the jet ski and it bites the boyfriend's like that was really dumb i'm sorry the cg was really bad yeah and it's another one of those movies where the effects are pretty inconsistent like there were times Mm -hmm. where the cg was great like 
I'd say like the shallows par mm-hmm. great. And then other times where you're like, oh, oh no. this is a sci-fi original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like whenever they they all first go in the water and then you see the shark swim by, like that was that was great. good, and that was a creepy. Yes, like the fact that, that it was, was like really so close. Good. Yeah, and it was so subtle. Like they didn't do a feel your stomach drop. You're like, oh crap. Yeah, like they they had some really good scenes with a lot of great tension. But then it's broken up in between with these terrible decisions, having the shark do all sorts of super stupid things. And again, it's another one of those movies where they just keep showing the shark just little glimpses. That's all you need. Just little glimpses. Maybe a couple of scenes that have the actual shark, like when someone's getting maimed or something. But if you leave those quick and fairly quiet, that would be even more unsettling. I feel like. Well, and then also, I don't know if a lot of these directors that do shark movies think that whenever the shark's attacking, that that's the tension moment. It's like, no. It's not. It's when you don't know where it is. <laughs> yes. Like, for example, whenever... Wondering, oh, crap, where is it? <laughs> whenever they have to grab the, the guy that has the life jacket yes. on and pull it off, that, for me, was an extremely tense yes. scene. Because I'm like, is the shark going to suddenly pop up? And then nothing happens. I or thought when, that was brilliant. Or when the guy dove down to get the phone when it was yes. dropped. Yes. Yes. Like, there, there's some parts of this movie that I'm like, they know what they're yes. doing. But then there's other parts I'm like, what are you doing? Um, so bad in other parts. Yeah, We so, just want the, a consistent level throughout the movie. That's all we want. Just the consistency. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure what the story behind this movie, but it's like, that's the only reason why it's not below a seven. Like, if... If they had kept those really great tension scenes all throughout, you know, and kind of kept you guessing where the shark was and all of that, this might have turned into a, a go-to shark mm-hmm. movie for me. Because it was great. Yeah, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. They definitely yeah. could have done better, and there were missed opportunities with this one. Yeah, and it's weird, because it's like with a wreck one, it's like the first half was like promising, and yes. then it just went down the shitter. But then with <laughs> this one, it was just like, good, bad, good, bad, yeah. good, bad. <laughs> it was completely broken up. They just flipped a coin from scene to scene of how, if it was going to be decent or not. Yeah, so... But but that's my take on the movie. Like, overall, if you enjoy shark movies, I think it is worth the watch because there are, are points in time where where it, you do get that great tension where you, like, want to pick your feet off the floor and be like, no, don't get me. And <laughs> but, but it's just, like, the, there are just so many scenes that you're like, wow, that, that's what they chose to do. <laughs> so. so it's a solid five for me. Oh, you are like just it's, going it's down on entertainment. <laughs> in the middle for me. Mm. Like, part of the issue is the inconsistency and, I mean, y'all know how I am with the realism. We'll get there. But, like, with the drama that they introduced when she found out on the phone that that her boyfriend was cheating on her, at that point in time, as a viewer, I did not care because... I didn't know who the characters were at that point. We had, I mean, I don't. They didn't really introduce them. They didn't. 
I still can't tell you what the final girl's name even was. Yeah, no. Like, I don't remember any of their names. I barely remember parts of their personality. Most of the characters were not that likable or redeemable. So, yeah. like, when one of them died, you were like, why should I care? <laughs> like, I, I didn't know who this character was to begin with. For all we knew or remembered, the dude that had his leg broken was her boyfriend, not the other dude. Like, they were very difficult to distinguish personality-wise or other, like... Yeah. We didn't know who any of them were or why we should care. Even when they mentioned the final girl's family, they mentioned Billy. That's the one name I remember, which I assume is her brother? But they never actually explain any of that? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's so, one thing that I forgot to mention. Is a, It's like... It's kind of like what we talked about with the previous movies, where it's like they had the, the, the surviving chick. She was fairly sympathetic, and you root for her. But the other characters, it's like they weren't quite as bad as, like, the boyfriend was in Great White. But it's like you don't... You're just kind of neutral on whether yeah. or not those characters if, survive. If you don't flesh out the characters at all, then the audience doesn't care about whether they live or die. At that point, we're just kind of there to see what chaos ensues. Yeah, I don't know if you agree, but I feel like if you care about the characters more, then the scenes with the great tension in it would make it even more it does. tense because it you don't really want them to does. Die. Yes. Yeah. Or if there's a character that you hate, which we don't necessarily want that in every movie. But if there's a character that we hate, you're kind of sitting there like, please eat them, please eat them, please eat them. <laughs> do right. Come on, Sharky, you got this. But they do a decent job for the most part, especially in that dream sequence with thalassophobia, like um, Great White did. The fear of dark or murky or deep, vast water that feels yeah. dangerous. And you know there's a very real danger in there. But there's just... We need to get to the realism scale because there's just so much that takes a hit with this movie and doesn't make that much sense. <laughs> that it just feels a little choppy in this movie. Not just with the consistency of the effects and all, but with the storytelling itself. Mm. Feels just a little choppy. And part of that is because they don't really flesh out anything yeah <laughs> at all yeah it's kind of a weak it's very story. weak and it's one that'll definitely fade into the background you'll probably forget you even watched it in a month or so it's it's just kind of an eh movie it had some potential and there were bits that are kind of believable and kind of realistic but then a lot of it is like no <laughs> so that's how i feel on entertainment it, it has been a minute since I've seen this movie, so maybe if I rewatched it, my rating would change. But I remember, compared to, like, the other movies, the, the realism wasn't actually too, too bad. Uh, I mean, the shark was obviously, like, being way more aggressive than it would be, and I don't know, some of the, the stuff was over the top, but... I, I saw everything, kind of like what you did with Great White, I saw everything in the realm of possibility. So, I would give this a three. 
and we'll as, get there as just just anyways the shark went from realistic to very unrealistic like whenever the shark comes up to breach and is like biting the jet ski i just even even if we know that great whites have a history of like nibbling on boats and stuff to kind of like figure out what they are i don't see it breaching for the jet ski maybe like and going biting. straight for the leg yeah like maybe like <laughs> biting the jet ski to be like what's this and why are there people on it and just, uh? yeah uh? <laughs> uh, 47 <laughs> meters down was better <laughs> uh yeah and then the girl stabbing the shark to try and get away and then hurt oh i'm like i'm at least i not that i'm happy that she got hurt but i think it's at least realistic that she got hurt yeah there's no way that she would have been unscathed even if she did like stab the, the shark yeah and then oh my god the scene was so the, dumb though the scene where the shark breaches and the boyfriend like planks up and he's like oh and he's like flat and then he like that was hilarious and like i don't understand i mean the shark raised him it didn't look like the boyfriend had like just hit its head it looked like the shark actually kind of had him in his mouth and then the boyfriend just like flew up and then landed that definitely was bs uh-huh. like if the shark was breaching he would have been dead in in its mouth like i'm sorry wouldn't have just let him go like that and the fact that the shark didn't really come back up to get him after that that just seems unbelievable because I'm just thinking in the wild, if I'm a shark and I breach and I get a seal, the seal is injured at that point and it's trying to get away. It's like it's weakened. Like the majority. Finish him. Yeah. Most of your <laughs> energy was put towards good use. And so yeah. you're like, okay, it won't take that much more energy to go ahead and just finish it off. So it just, that was, that was hilarious watching and also stupid. The hilarious for you cringy for me (laughs) (laughs) and then the the movie was cringe the yeah that's true the the corpse while the face and there were parts of it that that did look obviously oh the one with the life vest okay um that uh, it was obviously looked kind of plasticky but i was impressed by the fact that like you'll see that it's like missing some of its arm and you actually see some like flesh floating in the Mm -hmm. water so that i was actually fairly impressed with because i feel like so many especially of like these lower budget movies they'll be like oh there's just a stump yeah and there's no viscera or or any flesh or anything there's no torn ligaments or you know jagged edges or anything yeah it's like it makes sense that there would be some pieces um floating in the water that are attached well, to the limb. And not just from the shark. After the shark is even gone, there are other creatures in the ocean, yeah. other fish and things that are going to give it a little nibble. Yeah. It's not going to be a very clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm sure that you... That was refreshing. Yes. So I feel like the plasticky was just like a, a budget constraint yeah. more than anything. 
Because, I mean, there were some parts of the corpse that I'm like, wow, they actually thought to add that. So many movies don't think They did the best they could with what they had for that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then... That was the best of them, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure you will uh, say something, but the majority of the people on the jet ski are very Caucasian- And despite them being out in the sun, feeding sun with no cover for days, they only look (laughs) semi-crispy. Like they were out there for an hour or so too long. Yeah. Like they they just forgot to bring their sunscreen and they got uh, lightly burnt. I would imagine that they would probably be blistering. Yes. At that point. Yes, they would. By the end of the movie. So. Like it would be a problem. Yeah, like the sun, it's very beautiful, very powerful. Yes, very beautiful, very dangerous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, I I kind of wish I, I, say I do want to rewatch this movie at some point because I feel like maybe the first watch through I didn't take everything in and that I missed a few things. But at least from my first impression, that's, that's what I got. What are you going to read? You're a bit of a softie. We all know this. I give it a 1.5. Okay. And that is largely from the scenario of the the inebriated 20-somethings stealing a couple of jet skis for yeah. spring break. Well, I thought, were they renting them or they nope. stole them? They stole, they stole them. them. They broke into the shed that oh. had the keys for the jet skis. That is cringe. They legit broke the lock. For the shed that happened to have the keys for the jet skis. I forgot about mm-hmm. that part. Yeah, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like the, this, the, the whole scenario didn't even need to happen. Nope. But it's it like I can dumb. picture people being jackasses like that. Yeah. And I can picture it. I don't agree with it in any way, shape or form. But I could see it happening. It's a stupid scenario. But I do see it being fairly realistic. That being said, everything else was crap. <laughs> the The characters were completely forgettable and unlikable. And, <laughs> and when they keep bringing up unnecessary drama over and over, and it wasn't just the final girl that kept talking about it. Like when the boyfriend was distracted with something or other, the two girls were talking and the the one chick, the best friend that had cheated, was telling her friend like trying to justify it in a way saying that he said y'all were having problems and that's kind of why we did that i'm so sorry also i don't think i'm the only one so she kind of like put it out there and feeds into the drama like there are other concerns that y'all should have right now deal with your friendship later (laughs) Yeah, well, plus, like, I feel like they probably tried to add that extra drama to make it more interesting in between the parts that the shark wasn't there, but it's like, it just made you frustrated. And, yeah, like, and again, like, why should we care? <laughs> because they didn't really flesh the people out to begin with. Yeah. We don't necessarily know their their stories, their backgrounds, their personality types, even. Like, I, I, I could barely tell them apart, honestly. Yeah. They were such flat characters for the most part. And 
most of them ended up being fairly useless, especially the boyfriend and the best friend chick. Because the best friend chick was panicking at everything. The guy was also useless and a coward. And the final girl ended up having to do most of the stuff anyway. So, like, why should we care about this extra relationship drama bullshit when there's a shark trying to eat them? Yeah, it's just... Bigger picture! Yeah. Come up with some other material or flesh out their other stories or something else. There's a thousand and one other things they could have been talking about to add extra drama or whatever. But instead they go for the easiest route of, oh, my best friend cheated with my boyfriend. No, we don't, we don't care. Especially since you gave us five minutes of them interacting before all this happened. (laughs) We don't care. Yeah. The CG is fairly ridiculous, but not too terrible most of the time. There were a couple of scenes that were worse than others. Mm -hmm. But there were others that were decent, so I just wish they had a bit more consistency there. Yeah, it's like if you can't be consistent, then don't show the shark in scenes where it's like, it's gonna look bad. No joke. And the deaths themselves were really dumb on the whole and not very believable, especially with how great whites hunt. Like, they're very much the breaching kind of hit the thing from the bottom. That's the whole point of their coloring is the dark color on top, like a gray or a black on top, mm-hmm. and the lighter color belly is so they can camouflage themselves, basically, in the ocean. If you're looking at it from below, it's going to be hard to tell that it's above you because it's a lighter color underbelly, and viewed from the top, it blends in fairly well if it's lower down. So when it's lower than its prey, it's going to come up from the bottom and hit it And disorient it and hopefully just get it in its mouth on the first try. But if not, that's a lot of fish. Yeah, I guess I forgot to mention, but like the friend death. Yeah. Like her her death didn't make sense at all. No. Because the shark's just like. Yeah, when they grab and drag off, that doesn't make that much sense. Or the dude, again, don't know his name, when he gets hit from the side before he gets to the boat. Yeah, yeah. The one that was fairly helpful, the one friend, and you're kind of like, you go, person whose name I don't know. I think they chanted it at one point, too, but I don't remember. Yeah. But it's just, God. And to that point, when that particular friend died, it's kind of a bummer because he was so close to potentially getting help from the dude on the boat. And we're made to assume that the guy they later found in the life jacket was that guy from the boat. That didn't make any sense. But it didn't make any sense why the shark attacked that boat and why it sunk. And there was all this debris. Like, the shark wrecked that boat. Why? (laughs) And the dude couldn't get away on the boat. Like, even if it's taking on some water, oftentimes you could still kind of limp it back to shore. (laughs) Just being careful. But this was completely destroyed, debris everywhere, and the dude is half-eaten in a life vest, (laughs) floating out in the ocean. 
So it just made no sense. They didn't give us any kind of explanation or anything. And honestly, like, what they made for that corpse was just off enough that you're like, was it the guy from that same boat or was this a different random corpse? Yeah. We have no idea. Was it burrito guy? <laughs> or was <laughs> <Yeah>. it... <laughs> Uh, or was it some other random like, dude? Were we joking? Like, what else are you gonna eat on a boat? <laughs> save the burrito! Yeah, don't save the leave burrito. the burrito behind. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just weird and didn't make that much sense, and made it seem even more choppy in the movie. The jet ski repair was complete and total BS. I don't know. I can understand a hose potentially breaking, especially if it already had a slight fault in it. It being jostled that much with the collision and all. I can kind of see that happening. I can. And it leaking fluid. Sure. Yeah, easily. And it was leaking all day and all night and part of the next day. So for her to put a piece that happened to fit enough in between the two parts and for it to automatically work after that after it had been leaking down into it yeah. for at least 24 hours no yeah like i had thought about that too but i also in my mind it's like i'm not a mechanic but i was like well maybe there's a way that kind of like cycled through i don't know if it had enough maybe well i mean like the the stuff that spilled if it since it was on the engine if some of it fell on a like an intake air. I don't know. I no, don't know. Because that's supposed to be completely sealed. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's combustible. Yes. Yeah. If it was gas, it's a hell no. If it was coolant, big maybe. Big maybe. But it's like it's weird because I mean it could have been the bad effects, but it didn't look like gasoline. It was like gloopy. And- we couldn't tell. We couldn't tell what it was. It was like a milky, like, yeah. Had no idea what it was, what kind of fluid that was. No idea. (laughs) But I'm still calling bullshit on the whole thing. Bullshit on the shark. Bullshit on the repairs. Bullshit (laughs) on the boat. (laughs) No. (sighs) Also, the wounds in the entire movie, like, with the exception of the corpse itself in the life jacket. All of the wounds honestly don't look like shark attacks. To me, at least, they look like giant claw marks. And it just doesn't seem consistent with what it's supposed to be. Especially the boyfriend. It looks legit like claw marks on its side. When it's supposed to be a shark having taken a decent chunk out of him. So, no. Like, the, the blood itself was good. Which I think is one of the reasons why I'm so aggravated with it. Like, you had decent effects themselves. It's just the wounds and the patterning of the wounds are just bad. <laughs> They're the just wounds off. Don't look good. Yes. It's just, it's so strange. Like, be consistent with it. Like, do just a little bit of research. Just Google shark wound and. Yeah, just and look they can at just shark mimic bites. the pictures. You did so well with making the wounds themselves look fairly realistic and, like, bloody and seeing, like, the muscle tissue and all. That looked decent. Just don't make it look like claw marks when it's supposed to be a shark bite. It's <laughs> all I ask. Yeah. You're so close. Like, especially on the guy since there are, like, strips. It's yes. like, you would see, there wouldn't be chunks of skin that were still intact in that no. area. Yeah. 
that that whole side would just be like a big fat crescent mark of grossness <laughs> taken out. Maybe with a chunk of skin here and there intact. I would grant you that. But most of it would have been just torn off. But I guess in that way, though, he, and he probably would have been died. just Well, he should have bled out. That yeah. was the next point I was ah. going to make, was that he should have bled out way sooner. Yeah. He stayed alive way too long for that. <laughs> At the very least, he would have passed the fuck out way before that point. But no. <laughs> just No. They did try to tie off a lot of the wounds, which I did appreciate, but a lot of it still was just just past the realm of believable that you're just like, no, pause, no. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the bullshit button. <laughs> and then um, the ending, a lot of the his death at the very end, even though he should have bled out before then, was easily avoidable because when she was driving the jet ski that she had repaired in a bullshit manner and the fact that it even worked, when she got it running and they spotted land, she kept driving it parallel to said land for a good long while instead of driving it straight to the shore to, I don't know, get help, get out of the ocean, yeah, get to a better situation. But no. Let me drive parallel to the effing shore that we've been trying to find for the last day and a half with injuries. <laughs> and yeah. this is fine. He can sacrifice himself. Let me go back for him. Despite the fact that he's definitely going to die. Yeah. And the Jeski may or may not actually make it to the shore at this point anyway. Yeah. It really shouldn't have made it that far to begin with if it had started up at all. But okay. <laughs> but the whole movie, the whole movie is just bullshit. <laughs> I'm done. We'd be curious to to hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah. It had promise. It really did. They just fell way shy of it. And it makes it a middle of the pack kind of movie. But if anyone out there ends up watching the movie, let us know what you thought of the movie. And also, since it's the end of Shark Month, we would love to hear your opinion on what you think makes a good shark movie. Yes. Like, is it more like Jaws, where you don't see a lot of the shark? Or do you like the more, like, survival, like, potential more realistic situation? Like, what, in your opinion, makes a good shark movie? Mm -hmm. What are your top shark movies? Yes. What are your favorite, like, top three because I know at least two of mine would be The Shallows and Jaws. Yeah. I do love Deep Blue Sea, though. The original. It's like I like Deep Blue Sea, but compared it's to The Shallows realistic. and compared to Jaws. Yeah. I, it would definitely be it. a third out of the three. And it's definitely not near as realistic as the other two. There's another shark movie that I feel like I've forgotten about. I love watching that I really The Meg. The Meg. I loved watching I The Meg. I love The Meg. That might be my third. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Deep Blue Sea and Meg kind of, it depends on my mood. It really does. Because Meg is like more of a light-hearted, yeah. like you laugh a lot. Well, Deep Blue Sea is like if you There's want a like lot tension. tension. Yeah. 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 But certainly they're both in my top five. Mm. So let us know about y'all. Yes. And if you would like to recommend a movie, tea, or a game for us to play on our once a month live stream, or you would like to keep up to date with our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. 
And if you'd like to support the podcast monetarily, we do have a donate button that goes to PayPal, it goes directly to the podcast, or we have our affiliate link for Plum Deluxe. It does not affect the price of the tea at all. It just gives us a little something to, to help with the podcast costs. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.